Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. This is Pam. Yes. How you doing? Oh, I'm uh, wondering why I'm up so early. Oh, that's what it is. I've been up for three hours already. Woo. Right. <laughs> you know, look, I've been up like three, three, yeah, almost four hours already. I'm sleeping. <laughs> it's nap time. <laughs> okay. Is it raining down there? I'm in South Carolina with my daughter. Oh, okay. So I came down here um, last night, and so I'm here. Uh, while she's 
you know, observing her internship and me and some girlfriends are going to a classmate's 50th birthday party in Fayetteville, North Carolina. So I'm just oh, okay. passing through. Just passing through. Okay. You got an active weekend plan. Uh-huh. Excuse me. I'm tired of sleep already. <laughs> Did Lisa, did Lisa call you? She did. We talked and um actually uh um what am I looking for? Uh we talked and she gave me the information. So yeah. Okay. And we talked a little bit, you know, about her uh the format she you know, uh, considering and things like that. So, yeah. Mm, you don't. Uh-huh. I really start looking for my uh, plane tickets. Start looking through your what? Flight. My ticket. Oh, okay. Yeah, I need to start doing those things, so... Tis very true. Uh, today is her birthday. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, how old is she? Five. Forty-five? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, she, she have my... Okay, here we go. You just hear Jayla and someone else doing sign language class in the background. Okay. Up, so. 
girl, if I don't get me a nap, I ain't going to know how to live my life. Okay.
John Eckhart, the Apostle John Eckhart's book, Destroying the Spirit of Rejection, we left off at um, really um, uh, one page 112, and I'll just start there, was the revelation of killing at Moriah. Excuse me, amen. And we'll start uh, there, and that's a little bit of an, a review. And the name Moriah meant bitter. <clears throat> it refers to a bitter spring or pool of water that the people of Israel encountered after their exodus from Egypt. And as the story goes on to say, the Lord showed them a tree, and he asked the people to throw the tree into the waters, and those bitter waters were made sweet, and he asked them to drink from that. And their faithfulness, um, God healed them. Um, that tree for us, amen, is is Jesus. And if we add Jesus to our lives, he sweetens our lives, amen. And the apostle says that when you've been in bondage for so long and when there's a chance that that there's a, a possibility that you harbor, <clears throat> excuse me, unforgiveness, unforgiveness, unforgiveness and bitterness towards people who put you in bondage. But but God is asking us to cast our bitterness upon him and he will give you something sweet in exchange. Joy for sorrow and beauty for ashes. I'll begin now with the section that starts with forgive by faith. Amen. There are some hurts, some situations in life that are not easy to forgive, let go of, and move on from. But this is exactly what you have to do in order to break rejections, destructive cycle in your life. When you stubbornly refuse to let someone go, you refuse to release him and forgive him, saying, I will never forgive that person. I will always hate him. I will not release it. I will not let it go. You don't know what happened to me. You don't know what he did to me. I have the right to hold on to this. I have the right to be angry. I have the right to be upset with this individual. I will not forgive him. This means you are choosing to stubbornly hold on to unforgiveness. The Bible says stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. 
and that's First Samuel fifteen twenty three. God's command is to forgive. You may think that you can't forgive because you don't feel like it. The truth is there are a lot of things you have to do by faith. You can't go by how you feel because you may feel like punching someone in the face. (laughs) Amen. For you, forgiveness will not only be an act of faith, it will also need to be an act of your will. Mm. You may find yourself having to act and say that you forgive them, and then with God's strength, actually do it. Forgiveness and setting people free will bring healing to your spirit, soul, and body. Amen. Moving on to release guilt and shame. Excuse me. Guilt is the root of countless diseases and unhappiness. You may have noticed that it showed up more than once in the spirit of rejection meets the spirit of infirmity child. Guilt is one of the worst things you can allow to control your life. It comes from condemnation, shame, unworthiness, embarrassment, Mm. low self-esteem, and feelings of infirmity. In parentheses, these low class, bottom of the barrel, always last place, insecure and never good enough. Wow. There are people who live their lives feeling guilty about things they did years ago. They have never forgiven themselves for the something they did or did not do. Wow. They literally punish themselves. They feel unworthy, ashamed, and embarrassed, which often turns into self-rejection. Guilt is a terrible demon. If you know you harbor feelings of guilt, Mm. shame, regret, Mm. or Mm. unworthiness, Mm. you need to get delivered. Ask God to forgive you and ask the people you may have hurt to forgive you. But the most important thing you need to do to experience complete victory in this area is to forgive yourself. This is the hardest part for many people. They believe God forgives them and other people forgive them. Oh, I'm sorry, and other people forgive them, but they can't forgive themselves. Mm. This is the point where you take on the righteous 
righteousness of Christ by faith and by a decision first, confessing it daily if you have to until you truly accept it. Wow, let me let me read that again. <clears throat> Amen. <clears throat> Guilt is a terrible demon. If you know you harbor feelings of guilt, shame, regret, or unworthiness, you need to get delivered. Wow. As God to forgive you and as the people you may have hurt to forgive you. But the most important thing you need to experience to complete victory in this area is to forgive yourself. Lord, take control over my tongue. I come against the spirit of confusion. In my life, I come against the spirit of self-rejection. In my life, Father God, in the name of Jesus, I come against the spirit of unworthiness. In the name of Jesus, in my life, I come against the spirit of shame and rejection. Let me read that sentence again. But the most important thing you need to do to experience complete victory in this area is to forgive yourself. Amen. This is the hardest part for many people. They believe God forgives them, and they and other people forgive them, but they can't forgive themselves. They believe God forgives them, and other people forgive them, but they can't forgive themselves. This is the point where you take on the righteousness of Christ by faith and by a decision first, confessing it daily if you have to until you truly accept it. So so then that means I got to speak out of my own mouth that through Jesus, I am healed or I am forgiven of my guilt. I am forgiven of the shame that I feel for any unworthiness or on the bad deeds that I commit committed. I gotta have faith that I have no regrets. I can't have any regrets. That's by faith. Where you take on the righteousness of Christ by faith. You take on his righteousness. Amen. For unworthiness. Wow. And confess it daily if you have to. Until we, I, truly accept that we have been forgiven. 
Amen. Amen. I'm going to read on. This next chapter is titled, Let Jesus Cover You. We have all done things that we are not proud of. Amen. But we must remember that we have, that when we've done all, we can, I'm sorry, let me read that again, Lord Jesus. Let Jesus cover you. We have all done things that we are not proud of, but we must remember that when we've done all we can to make things right, Jesus is our righteousness. He covers us. If we don't get this into our spirits, then we are open to being affected by many of the physical health issues I have listed. As we have discussed, there is a close connection between the spirit, soul, and body. The Bible says, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in soul. Just as your soul prospers. That's 3 John, second chapter of the New King James Version. Your soul is your mind, will, and emotion. If your soul is not healthy and you are overcome with hurt, shame, guilt, fear, rejection, your body will eventually be affected. It doesn't always happen overnight. The longer you carry these things, the more damage they do. This is why many of these disease manifest at an older age. This is why many of these diseases manifest at an older age. Sometimes younger bodies can resist some of the spiritual trauma better than older bodies that have carried the issues longer. I personally don't believe that as you get older, you have to become sickly. I don't believe God designed our bodies to break down. I don't believe God designed our bodies to break down. Amen. I don't believe he created us to suffer through our senior years. But I do believe that many people are sick in their old age because they have shoulder guilt, resentment, mm-hmm. anger, and other negative spirits year after year until their bodies begin to manifest these spirits physically. Self-rejection, self-pity, self-bitterness, and self-hatred also showed up often in the list of spiritual roots above. Some people think these spirits aren't as bad as a demon like lust, 
But the thing is, they can do just as much damage to your life as well. Self-rejection, self-pity, and self-hatred may not always manifest as moral sins such as lust, fornication, adultery, or homosexuality. We tend to see moral demons as the worst kind. When people confess that they are struggling with with these self-directed issues, we just pat the person on the back and tell them to hang in there. Everything will be all right. We pet those demons, but these are the kind that cause individuals to destroy themselves. We need to take them seriously and be set free. For some issues, such as cancer, arthritis, type 1, diabetes, certain heart conditions, we find that the body is attacking itself, and we have uncovered spiritual reasons why it would do this. Obviously, I don't know all the ramifications of sickness and disease. I am not claiming any medical expertise. But what I am pointing out is the very real connection between our spiritual condition and our health. There is still a lot that even doctors are learning concerning this connection. There are many illnesses, such as autoimmune disease, that are hard to find the physical cause for. Sometimes people go their whole lives with no diagnosis. What the doctors and scientific researchers are discovering is the link between the spirit, mind, and body in many of these cases. Common issues such as repressed anger, un forgiveness, resentment, bitterness, guilt, shame, fear, insecurity, trauma, abuse, and identity issues are being listed as causal factors in many diseases that doctors had in the past found difficult to diagnose and treat. Every sickness and disease was not covered in this chapter. But what I hope you are able to get some help with this is being able to uncover root issues of bigger health issues more common to us all. Let me read that again. Every sickness and disease was not covered in this chapter. But what I hope you are able to get some help with is being able to uncover root issues of bigger health issues more common to us all. More common to us all. Amen. God.
God make it plain to us today. God will give you grace to discern specific issues, and he will give you revelation by his spirit for how to be set free from any demonic spirit that threatens you. Hmm. Psalms 14, I'm sorry, Psalms 144 and 1 says that he prepares our hands for war. Amen. In other words, he provides us all that we need to win the battles we face. Come on, somebody. I want to scream and shout. Come on. Wait a minute. Let me read that again. Let me read that again. God, get it to me. All right. All right. All right. God will give you grace to discern specific issues, and he will give you revelation by his spirit for how to be set free from any demonic spirit that threatens you. Psalms 144 and 1 says that he prepares our hands for war. In other words, he provides us all that we need to win the battles that we think. Amen. I thank you, Father God. I thank you. That ends that whole section. Amen. We will move on to deliverance and restoration at our next meeting. Are there any questions concerning what we just went over? Wow. (laughs) Father God, this is your line. This is your line of deliverance. This is a ministry. This is a this is a Friday of deliverance, Father God. Send your spirit, send your Holy Spirit. Speak your word. Speak your word, Father God. For you said your word was sent. You sent your word and they were healed. Send your word, Father God. Speak to us this day. Deliver us. Heal us, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Father God. This is the line of deliverance. I come against any spirit of pride in my life. 
Father, I send your warrant, angels to cover this line. This is a, the line of deliverance. This is a oh, this is a line. This is your line of deliverance, Father God, in the name of Jesus. You have given us all we need to win the battles we face in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. If it wasn't people sleeping in my house, I'd be yelling. What? He has given us all we need to win the battles we face. I'm going to be happy all day long. I'm going to be happy all life long. He has given us all we need to win the battles we face. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Ooh. Amen. Amen. Wow. So, 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 uh, ah, <laughs> uh, mm, yeah, mm. 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 Wow. Wow. So even us doctors, we don't know. We, you know, he's he's saying that that we 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 making the, we are just now making the connection, and there are definitely some diseases that we can't cure, and we don't know what happened. And and so I I definitely can 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 testify that there are some cases where we just don't know. But now we do know that that is a root of the cause, that we can search for that. As spiritual physicians, ministers of the word, now we understand that if medicine isn't working, that there is and there could be a root cause to this illness. Amen. That when the medications aren't working, and we think it's an infection, a pneumonia or something like that, we give you an antibiotic and the doctors say, this should have worked uh, because it worked, you know, through our scientific research, it has worked in the past for most folks. But then when it doesn't work, we as people who have now... Uh, it was set with me and ran through this book. Now understand that this could be a root cause, a root of guilt, a root of shame, a root of anger, a root of resentment. Come on, somebody. God send your spirit, Father God, in the name of Jesus to deliver us. Amen. Yes, God. Send the word, Father God. You said you sent the word and we were healed. Amen. Okay, now in the name of Jesus, that you would thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank in the name of Jesus, I come against the spirit of pride. I come against the spirit of Orion and Lipitor. 
the spirit of pride to come against the, the ministry of deliverance in the name of Jesus. Father God, send your born angels to cover this line. Deliver us, heal us this day in the name of Jesus. He said he has given us all we need to to win our battles that we face. Amen. Amen. Woo. So no wonder the, the David can say when he wakes up, thank you. This is the day that you have made, and I shall rejoice and be glad in it. Now I understand that a little bit better. I can understand a little bit better that when we wake up, we receive a dose of brand new mercy each and every day. If we only partake of that sip of that water, that bitter water, <laughs> that bitter water of anger, that bitter water of, of resentment, that bitter water of whatever we were dealing with, shame, resentment, rejection, that bitter water. We throw the tree, which is representative of Jesus, to sweeten up that water. God said he will replace our bitterness anger, and he will make those bitter waters sweet and replace that bitterness with joy and sweetness. He will give us joy for our sorrow, beauty for our ashes. Amen. Come on, somebody. Glory, hallelujah. Well, um, any questions about what we went over? If not, uh, I'm going to move on to prayer, and um, we're going to have a wonderful, happy, happy Friday. All right, questions, no questions. Anybody need prayer? We're going to open this line up for prayer, deliverance, Father God, I feel your Holy Spirit on this line. In the name of Jesus, I'm opening up the line for prayer. In the name of Jesus. Yes, you can pray for me, please, Dr. Dre. Amen, amen. Fanny, isn't it wonderful that he has given us all we need to win all the battles we face? Come on, Fanny. Replace your name. Father God, I thank you in the name of Jesus. You have given my sister, Fanny, all that he needs to win all of Fanny's battles. 
that Fanny faces in the name of Jesus. Father God, send your spirit to whisper in her ear every time she feels hurt, anger, guilt, or resentment. Give her the strength to forgive the people who have hurt her. In the name of Jesus, give us, Father God, the strength, the fortitude, the power, Father God, to take control over our hurt that someone else caused us. Give us the ability to take control over that. The authority, give Penny the ability to take control over that which causes her to feel guilt, shame, resentment, bitterness, or anger. Give her the mind of Christ, Father God. In the name of Jesus, Father God, send your word to remind her that you have given her all she needs to win every battle she may face in her life. You have given her the ability to win Every battle he faces in her life, whether it's a battle of guilt, whether it's a battle of shame, whether it's a battle of unworthiness. In the name of Jesus. Uh, hey, Fanny, now is the time to accept that. <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's the time to accept that and speak it over our lives. He has given us everything that we need to win every battle that we face. Hmm. I don't care if it's a battle at the job. I don't care if it's a battle in relationships. I don't care if it's a financial battle. I don't care. He said in Psalms 144, 144, he has given. And his word can't be a lie. He is not a liar nor the son of man that he needs to repent for a lie. So we can stand right here on this, on, on this, on, you can stand, Penny, right here on this song. Amen. It is so. Woo! Glory, hallelujah. 
and you ain't going to be the same. Now you know. Now that you know, you ain't. Okay. It's on now. Amen. Amen. Go on back and be that evangelist that God called you to be. Go on and back in war in your church or, or establish your own criteria for what you think an evangelist should be. If you upset with the evangelist team that you were on, it's a new ministry, new day of ministry, Fanny. That old textbook of evangelism may not work these days. Okay, I receive it. I do. There is a shifting that's going forth right now, even in what I'm doing, what I'm involved in, what I'm being asked to be involved in. And so, um, I accept what you said, and I understand what was said. And from the reading, that is something that all of us um, are facing right now, the fact that we repent, ask for forgiveness, and it could be something major, it could be something minor. But we have a tendency of we're the ones who bring it back up, not God. And so uh, thanks for the reading this morning, and that is an area that we all are conscious of and we all are guilty of if we're really honest about it. But we can't allow it to hinder us, to hold us, or keep us hovering when he's trying to elevate us and move us forward. So thank you very much, Dr. Dre. Amen. No, 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 Fanny, I'm the first in line. I'm the first in line to say, oh, yeah, yeah, everything, shame, guilt, resentment, anger, bitterness, I deal with that. I struggle. I have to plead the blood of Jesus every morning because I war with that. But no more, now that I understand that if I really stand on this song and say that, wait, 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 I don't have to be anger. I'm angry at this person. You hit on my job or whatever. This individual in my life. No, none of that. I don't. I don't have to hold on to that. That's under the blood. That's that's the righteousness. I'm. That's the righteousness of Jesus. And besides, if it is a battle, if I perceive it is a battle, then I need to know that whatever battle that I face, God has already equipped me with whatever I need to win. Wow. Thank you, Fanny. Thank you for this morning. Thank you for praying, for getting this party started. I thank God for you. Amen. Well, one thing that one thing that needs to be de- determined is that um, when we wake up, the Bible says that um, when we wake up, we have new mercies, and and the the, re- the realization of the new mercies is the fact that. Yesterday is gone, and I can never go back to yesterday or re- re- return to yesterday. So at that point, it is our responsibility for the battle in our mind not to be of torment but to be of peace. 
it is our responsibility that when it is something that comes against us, we have to remind ourselves that if it was to kill us, we wouldn't have made it to this next place. So ultimately, it's up to God to basically understand. Oh, it's up to, up to us to understand that God is going to do what he said. So therefore, because he's going to do what he said, we have to understand that he brought us to this place, and it's going to be God that's going to keep us there in that place because we have to understand that ultimately we're here for a purpose and to fulfill the obligation of why we're here. So it is honestly just as much our responsibility as it is for the Father to keep us grounded and rooted in his word because the battlefield, um, I think it was Joyce Myers who, who talked about the battlefield of our mind. When we don't have our mind stayed on God, and he says, let this mind be in you that is also in Christ Jesus, we will basically, our mind has the capability of tormenting us. That's why it says, um, he has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and the soundness of mind. Because in order to live this life and do what he's called us to do and be who he's called us to be, our mind has to be sound enough to hear and obey and do what he is saying because ultimately the the the, the purpose of us having our mind and it, it be intact is that we do things that God is saying. So ultimately I'm saying that if our mind is not stayed on him, it is going to be unstable. It is going to be unwavering. It is going to be thinking about X, Y, and Z, the anger, the frustration, and, and the bitterness of those things. So I ultimately think that we, when we wake up to have the new mercies, we have to constantly remind ourselves we are a new creature in God. We are, and that's basically to re-solidify who we are in him. Amen. Amen. Um, in fact, you know, you know I, I got to do a better job of highlighting, but um, uh, the apostle talks about the um, the the place that Joyce Myers talks about um, the battlefield. Um, the the it, it, it's a place that God can occupy and that demons can occupy. That's separate from your spirit. Your spirit is, spirit is righteous. That's the righteous seed that God placed in us. But the mind, the soul is divided, and it, the soul or the mind can be a battlefield which both God and demons can occupy. And that's the battlefield that Joyce Myers talks about. That that if you don't if you don't take control over that battlefield, one of those forces will win out. But but now we have the 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 knowledge that God has given us the ability to win in that battlefield, which is the battlefield of the mind. So we have a mind issue which causes us to be bitter because of unforgiveness. And, and if we face with that and that causes some angst, then we got to understand that if we stand on this word, if we forgive, 
others, and then we forgive ourselves, we are released from that bondage. The apostle says that when we hold on to unforgiveness and we don't release that person who hurt us, and if we don't forgive ourselves, we can open up the door to those things that cause shame, guilt, anger. And those are the things that we we war with with this in our minds. The the mind is a place that controls our emotions, our will, and our desires. So so if if demonic forces control our will and our drive, then we tend to do things that are not godly. On the other hand, by renewing, this constant renewing of the mind that you talk about and that Joyce Myers talks about, this constant renewing of the mind with God, God's word, we drive, we make that battlefield ours. And so every war that takes place in the battlefield of our mind, we've got to remember that Psalms 144 verse 1 says that he has given us all that we need to win the battle that we may face. Wow. 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 Fanny Marie, uh, yeah, I, you know, I don't know if that touched on something that you were going through, but, uh, amen. I, you know, I hope so. Anyone else? Anyone else? Good morning, Mark. Good morning, everybody. Hey, uh, I, I'm not sure that I, I, I remember the voice, but I'm not, I, I'm not sure I can connect the name. My name Forgive is Sherry, Sister Sherry or Sherry. I'm sorry, can you repeat the, your name, please? Sherry. Sherry, right, 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 yeah. right. I uh, just so happened to, <laughs> not even so happened, I was really wanting um, to check into the line today. I just felt an urgency to get on. There are times that I don't, but today I, I did. So I thank God, and this was a perfect, perfect um, tool for me today to just break everything down like you did. I really, really appreciate that. Mark, your words were, were right on, too. I really appreciate what you said about trauma versus peace, and that's our choice daily. We can be traumatized or we can live in in, in that, uh, that, that tormenting spirit, or we can walk in the Holy Spirit and, and seek the Word out and read the Word and, and apply the Word. 
if we if we do that, we're we're going to win the battle for that day, you know. And 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 I was looking up in Mark, oh no, Matthew, where it says, "Worry not about today or tomorrow." You know, we're not about tomorrow. Um, for God, clothes the lilies of the field. You don't worry about what you're going to wear or, or tomorrow or what you're going to eat, you know, because God already provides for those things. Our lives are more than that. And so I it was really, you know, God was really talking to me this morning. And my main one isn't so much pride as it is worry. Worry about my body. Worry about other things. Worry about how I'm reacting to things. And it's manifested through my body in in things. And I won't go into that. But um, I'm older and I've put on this this garment of worry that until today God had just showed me that that has to be released. I have to let go of that because I'm so consumed. I had a kidney transplant and every month, you know, every, well, it's every three months now, they check my blood work and I've always worried about my kidney. And so that's been something that's kind of, well, kind of, it has been, it's a, it's a stronghold. It's a, it's a point of connection of what's the root of everything else is that spirit of worry. And God was showing me, you know, and I didn't see it until just this morning. So I needed to be on today for that because that's something that's really, for me, has been my battleground. It's not so much fear as it has been worrying about my own body and what, it's doing. That makes sense. It it makes clear sense. Um, okay. Um. Um. So, you 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 know, I just thank God that He had you tune in. Um, Amen. It, it's a, it's appropriate. So the Apostle Eckhart talks about um, as we as we mm-hmm. age, we tend to hold on to more of the shame and the guilt. Yeah. Um, of whatever deeds that we did um, in our lives, we we can hold on to to some resentment, some anger because of the hurt that someone caused us. Right. So so, the, so earlier on, this might have been a week or two before, um, it talked about um, we ask God for forgiveness, right. and we He can't forgive this can't forgive us if we can't forgive the people who hurt us. And so we're keeping them in bondage mm. because they hurt us, but it's really us that that we keep in bondage because right. we're hurting, holding on to this pain, this hurt, and this resentment right. that this person caused me. Right. And so, and so, you know, I, 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 I got to be honest with you, Sherry. I never really realized that I internalized the words that my, my, um, my, my ex-spouse said to me. Mm. Wow. You, you know, I, I, you know, and, and, and until I started reading this book, I never really had a problem with, with with confidence, I, you know, mm. I was a real confident guy, you know, <laughs> but then as I started, you know, maybe too confident, but but yeah. as I started hearing things that were less than that, right. I right. could have bought into that. Yeah, yeah. 
And so now, you know, now, oh, you know, I, you know, so now, you know, you, you know, but now we know better now. Yeah. So that struggle, oh, oh, am I worthy to get this job? You know, I, you know, am I good enough to get this job? Mm. Or do I look good enough for this person? Or I don't know. I, you know, that's not my issue anymore. I, right. I can't hold on to that. Right. I, you know, I'm learning. I can't hold on to that. I mean, I, right. I, did, I did, you know, you know. now that I've been reading this book, I understood that that could have been the reason that I was angry. Right. Wow. And so, and so maybe, wow. Sherry, maybe, maybe you can look in, in Sherry's life and say, well, okay, who, who hurt me? Or did I hurt someone and I'm feeling guilty about the hurt that I caused on this person? And if I'm feel, feeling guilty about the hurt that I caused on this person, then I got to forgive myself. And I got, and I had to do that. After, I mean, I started dating after the marriage fell, and I could have hurt some people, you know. Wow. And so I could be feeling, I mean, you know, I was feeling guilty about the things that I said and the things that I did to these right. other people right. that I could have had. But I got to forgive Andre for that. Wow. Then I got to forgive other people's who, people who may have said things or mm. hurt me in a certain mm. way. I wow. can no longer hang, hang on yeah. to that. We, yeah. I have, you have, Sherry, Fanny, huh. whoever else on the line has got to let that go. If right. we hold on to that, that opens up a gate where the enemy can attack us. Wow. And we can't afford that. No. Mm-mm. We can't afford to be tormented. I don't want to be tormented. Amen. So, 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 if that means me releasing mm. this person who I'm angry with, right. who I think hurt me, I mm. can no longer let that person have control over me. Wow. Whatever happened happened years ago. Wow. Whatever happened 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 a minute ago. I cannot mm. let that have that that incident have control anymore. Wow. And influence my life going further. Mm. Mm. So, yes, in other words, Sherry, I will pray for you in the name of Jesus. Father God, I thank you for directing my sister Sherry on the line as you gave me the ability to read words of deliverance, words of revelation to all of us, Father God. And you have, you have, you said in your word in Psalms 144, you have given us, that means Sherry, that means Fanny, that means Erica, that means Andre, that means Sam, that means Mark, us. All that we need to win Every battle or battles that we may face. So if it's a battle of worry, he has given you everything you need to win that battle, Sherry. Amen. Come on. And you just got to believe it. Yes, God. Yes, God, I believe. I believe that you want to give me peace. Amen. And that you're fighting my battle for me. Amen. It's and that done. You've already, he, and it's already won because of the cross. Amen. 
and then Amen. I can walk in authority over it. I don't have to worry. Come on. I can walk in strength. Strength yeah, of the Holy Spirit. The yes. Spirit lives within me. Yes, God. And it has no right to come against me. Amen. I'm taking That's ground right. right now in the name of Jesus. Amen. I'm taking ground right now in the name of Jesus. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Sherry, you're going to be different. You're going you're gonna to yeah. look at stuff differently now. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Sickness, everything. Judgments mm-hmm. in the mail, everything. Bills, you're going to look at it differently now. Yeah. He has, he has given you everything you need to win battles you may face. Hey, Sherry, um, this is Mark. Um, Hi, Mark. How are you? Um, while Dr. Dijon's on the phone, I could actually honestly tell you that I was in one of my biology classes, and we were um, doing some well, the teacher was asking us questions regarding um, what are some things that have an effect on us that we don't know the effects of it and why it affects us. So I've always been a person to like to study and, and, and read. And one book that I read, I can't remember what it was, but it said something to me that was profound. Okay. It said to me, stress cannot be measured. And I went through everything that I thought I knew about medicine as well as reading about it Mm -hmm. and started to look at what it was. Things that are measured means that you can quantify it or you can contain it into something. Stress is one of those things that we cannot contain in anything. It shows up. Yeah. But it cannot be contained. You can't put it in the glass and say, oh, I have about this much in this glass. But it also has an effect on us in different facets and different ways. Right. Sometimes it has an extreme effect on us and sometimes it doesn't. So ultimately we have to go back to the place of the root of the issue and find out what the root of it is. So we cannot just basically allow ourselves to be the place where stress and angst and anxiety resides because of the fact that it has a different effect on in all of us in different ways and different facets of our life. Right. But ultimately, stress is one of the things mm-hmm. that, honestly, you're making it worse for yourself when you are stressed. Because why? If I'm stressing about it, there's nothing. It's already happened. There's nothing that I can do about it. The only thing that I can do is either pray or worry. It's only those two options. Literally, I can only be worried about it or I can pray and let it go. Because ultimately, if I'm stressed out about a situation, and I know it sounds harder to basically than I think that it normally is just to let it go, but realistically, what other option do you have? If you're stressed about something, you can't fix it because it's happening, it's ongoing, and we are not God. So ultimately, the best thing for us to do is, the Bible says, cast our cares, Mm. meaning that if this is something that I'm nervous about, concerned about, I have to cast my cares to somebody who could deal with it. Mm. He says, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So at that point, this burden and this yoke 
I don't need for myself because it's going to weigh me down. That's what a yoke is. A yoke basically held them down in captivity to the place where they could not do anything but what the the person who had the yoke on them, and which is the adversary, made them or wanted them to do because that's all mm. they could focus on. Wow. So ultimately, it's our responsibility to do what it says. Cast our sins, cast our burdens, and and, and let this mind be in you that is also in Christ Jesus. Christ did not have to worry. Christ didn't have to stress. Even when it is that he was on the cross, he said, into my my body I commend myself to thee. Even when he was dying, he said, God, I I can't fix this. I can't worry about it. But what I am going to do is give it all to you, and then ultimately, three days later, I'm going to get back up again with all power. I'm writing it all down. So ultimately, we have to understand that it's our responsibility not to worry because there's no purpose to pray and worry. Because when you worry after you've prayed, you're taking that prayer off the altar and saying, God, you're not strong enough to do what I need you to do. God, you're not wise enough to do what I need you to do. So ultimately, I'm going to take it because I know that I can fix it better than you can. Wow. As put down, God is more powerful than my worry. Is he? Yeah, he is. Mm-hmm. I'm going to release it to him right now in the name of Jesus. Everything that I worry about, everything that I've ever put way down, everything that I've ever been concerned about, God, you can take care of it. You can take care of me. I put my trust in you right now in the name of Jesus. And God, don't let me take it back. God, put a seal of this prayer on it, God, so that it will never take it back again, God. And that I will not allow it to in Jesus' name. And that I have choices and I can make those choices with your help, God. Without me in the way, God. Take me out of the way. Take me out of the picture, God. And you just take over and just do what you got to do. Because you're in control and I'm not. So, God, I let go of that. I let go of control. I let go of of my thoughts and my will and my way, God. And I release them to you. Let your thoughts, your will, and your way and your word manifest itself through me each and every day. Ooh. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, for showing me. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Continue to do a work in me because you say you will not will not uh, leave me nor forsake me, and that you will always continue to be in me and you will always bring me to fruition for whatever you have me to go through, God. You're right there. You're right there, and nothing is more powerful than you. So, God, make that real in my heart, my soul, my spirit, and just uh, be God. Be God in me right now. Because I really, really need the help, Lord. I really, really need the help. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. See, I lost my brother. Thank you, Jesus. He's in heaven. Praise God. Let it go. 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 
God, I cannot deal with this mourning and this grieving without you. I can't take it upon myself, God. There's nothing I can do about it now, God, because it's over with. So, God, I allow you to intervene and give me that peace that I need. Holy Spirit, just take over. Take over, Holy Spirit. Sherry, why are you feeling guilty about your brother's death? (sighs) Because we never talked. We never talked. He never talked to any of us. And he died and nobody got to say goodbye. He was in a freak accident. He was riding a bicycle down a hill. And it broke his neck. So so why do you feel guilty about that? Because I just I wanted a relationship with him and I just couldn't. You no, know, he was a doer, he wasn't a talker, you know, he helped people but It was an animosity between us when he was alive. And I was so pissed when he died. So angry with him. Let that go, Sherry. That's preventing you from being all that you could be. You know, you got to forgive your brother. You got to forgive. You got to forgive your brother. You got to forgive you. And and that's that's, that's a, that's a, that's a, that. That is an area of of warfare. That is a gate that the enemy can use. Oh Jesus! Yes. Oh, I was waiting. I was waiting for her to say about her brother because I wasn't going to mention it, but I knew she was going to mention it. That's exactly why I said you can't put it on the altar and then take it back. Yeah. Because you just said that you put everything on the altar, and then you said, "Well, God, I can't deal with it." It's not up for you to deal with it. <clears throat> and if he is God, he's God of everything or he's God of nothing. Right. I know that statement is hard. No, it's not. It's real. It's either he's God of everything it's or he's real. God of nothing. Yeah. And because he's God of everything, he makes choices that we cannot comprehend at times. But like the old, like the old churches say, through, over the by and by, we'll understand it better. Right. That was his choice. He was on loan to us because he was just our brother, but he was God's child. Okay. Our parents, our loved ones, our family, our, our grandmothers. I mean, I I had a one of my one of my friends' grandmother passed away, mm-hmm. and. That was one of the most significant deaths that I've had in my lifetime that I could not comprehend. Right. And I thought I was okay with it. I thought <laughs> I had grown to the place of being okay with it. The time his grandmother passed, it's just like it brought up more stuff for me. And I'm like, well, no, I've already yeah. dealt with this. And I didn't. No. Because I promise you, three years to the day that my grandmother's birthday was, it was two years ago now. hmm I literally felt like I was going to lose my mind because I did her eulogy with my father. My father and I both did her eulogy. Wow. I felt it was my responsibility as her grandchild to be strong for everybody else, and I realized I was there strong for everybody else, but I didn't deal with the pain that my grandmother wasn't there because ultimately I knew she looked for me to make sure everybody else was okay. But in in that stead, I wasn't okay. No, I know that feeling. 
So when, as I walked preacher, in the, as when I preacher, walked in the funeral, my legs were giving out underneath me. I mean, I was just, I couldn't hardly walk up to the casket. And then I sat down. And I just cried and cried and cried and cried and cried and cried and cried. And just kept crying. And just kept crying. And Louis was right there, and he was helping, and he was praying for me. And I just... It was so overwhelming, you know, at that moment. And it still is. You know, I can shove it down, which is my tendency to do, is to ignore problems instead of dealing with them. And it kind of irks me a little bit. Not enough to stop doing it, but it irks me. So that, you know, so Jerry, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta just say, you know, so brother Mark is trying to, to, you know, so, so in the name of Jesus, I pray against the spirit of Leviathan. So, so I'd like to have you hear what the apostle says. So the apostle says, you know, so. And, and this is this is just a little bit about what we just read. And he says, and, okay. the, and it says, guilt is a terrible demon. Okay. If you know you harbor feelings of guilt, shame, regret, or unworthiness, mm-hmm. you need to get delivered. Yeah. Ask God to forgive you, and then ask the people you have hurt to forgive you, and then most importantly, in order to achieve this victory, you have to forgive yourself. Okay. And then, you know, you, you know God forgives you because God is, that's what he does. He, 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 you, and you, you, you know, you, you can't really, you, you can ask people to forgive you, but if they don't forgive you after you've apologized, that's not no longer on you. You right. ask them to forgive you, and you've done your deal. But then it's the hardest thing th- th- to do is what the apostle says, is to forgive ourselves. Wow. He said, but at this point, you have to take on the righteousness of Christ. So it's not your righteousness or, or you know, okay, Sherry is now right. It's now the righteousness of Christ, which is the spirit which lives inside of you. And then you have to wake up every morning confessing that you are forgiven, that you forgive mm-hmm. Sherry. You have to look at Sherry in the mirror and say to yourself, you forgive yourself. For whatever you think you are ashamed of or you're guilty of, if it's holding anger against your brother, not talking to your brother before he made his transition, whatever you feel guilty about, you've got to let it go because that's the gate. That's mm. the gateway where mm. the the tormentor can torment you. You haven't, and you put yourself in prison because you haven't forgiven yourself. Mm. So, so, so now you can confess that over your life. You can speak that. You said it. You've made the decision not to hold on to it. Now you've got to confess that over your life every day. 
and then accept it and then move on. Okay. Because you, you can't allow this to control you. Amen. 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 So I'm sure that there's someone. So Sherry, I, we're going to continue to pray for you. Is there someone else on the line that needs prayer before we go? Good morning. How you doing? Hey, Renee, the woman that God longs to sup with. What did you talk to <laughs> God about today, Renee? That was the last part. And so, so whenever whenever I hear you say your name, God reminds me of of what He first said to me about you. He said He longs to sup with you. He he said he longs to sup with you. So so you, you know sup supping means you know just I mean you know you chilling you fellowshipping. He he, right. he longs to be with you. He longs to talk to you. So I'm always curious when you get on the line to find out what you talk to God about because uh, he longs to sup with you. Um, so yeah 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 yeah. Okay. Well, um, we've been um, communicating for the last, uh, really for the last couple of days. Uh, Sam had put in a prayer for me a couple of days ago. As a matter of fact, after you got finished with the prayer, it was an action. If you told me that I would go through um, quite a few more trials and tribulations, and before we got off the phone, and was basically talking about me getting out of myself. And before I got off the phone, I had some customers, and they had called me up before I got off the prayer line, telling me that um, they weren't going to be able to make it for that day. I'm like, oh shoot. Okay, now the pending thing was. For me to go ahead and make my money, that was going to go ahead and take care of financial things. Okay, so with them not coming, that meant I couldn't meet my financial responsibility. So I was like, okay. So then when I got off the prayer line, um, my granddaughter woke up, her stomach was upset. She went throwing up, and I said, well, I think you might as well stay in the kitchen. i got to clean up because I'm going to mop the floor anyway. Had the water and everything ready. Put the mop on the floor in the mop room. So that day, it was just like Murphy's Law. But I didn't let it get to me because I was telling Sam, I said, now, if I was a person with an unstable mind, I probably would have just said, look, I give up in, in the wrong direction, though. And I didn't do that. I was just say, okay, where you want to take me, where you want to leave me, you got my full attention. And um, for yesterday, I went out and I ran into a woman who just, a uh, um, bus driver, she just wanted to argue. I asked her a question, she started snapping. And she said, I told you. I, before, I said, no, you didn't tell me before, but this is the first time we had this conversation. It's going to be the last time we had this conversation. I just asked you a question. I don't know what's fighting you, 
that my, my name ain't on it, and I'm not about to touch and agree with you on it. And she wants to mumble up under her breath, and I just let it go. Okay, and then for things that I needed to get done the day before, things are falling into place were to be taken care of. Now, I could have been sitting up here biting my fingers and everything to worry about late fees and this, that, and the other. Matter of fact, before I left the house, I got a letter talking about late fees. But everything was able to be met, and I didn't have to, and I, I didn't have to pay that extra money for late fees. So he's been, he, he, he's been with me. He's been showing me that he's got me. Because every time when I do need money, he comes through. Maybe not the time that I want him to come through, but he comes through just in time. And then, too, it's taking me through uh, my trials and tribulations to get accustomed and to realize what to be bothered with, but not to be bothered with. When we come together touching the grins, we have to re- remember. It's just like what Sherry says, she lost her brother and stuff, and guilt. Guilt with grieving, it can have you touching and grieving so much that now it has consumed you in the wrong direction. And for our families and our loved ones, they are our family and our loved ones. We're going to miss them. It is for us to take a time to grieve and cry, but don't let it consume us to the point where we lose them, but now we're bound into something that we don't know how to get out of it. Or that we're stuck in a groove that is hard to get out of because we don't want to say, look, I forgive you, I forgive them, let me lose them, let me lose ourselves from this, this situation so that way I can go ahead and let go. Everything down here, even though we can see it and we can touch it, it's temporary. All he said that his word and his ability to give us everlasting life is everlasting. Everything else down here got a time limit on it. Like we were talking about to find the root of things. If you got something in your refrigerator and the time span is up on it, what does it start doing? It starts decomposing itself. It starts smelling and it gives off a horrific smell to let you know, look, it's time to let you know, it's past time to let go. Expiration date is up. Now, if you leave it in there, you're going to keep on smelling it. It may, make, it may make you sick. It may make you sick and irritable. But the smell and the things they can do to you ain't going nowhere until you're willing to let go and get rid of it. Just like Mark said about you can't measure stress. This is true. But we all know we may have experienced it, or we've seen somebody else experience it. You let something stress you out so much, now this, now your health is in, in danger. You can go get as many pills and stuff as you want, but until you were willing to let go 
that's when your body can really go back in and start healing itself. But it's for that forgiveness and letting go and that, and, you know, and throw that stuff into the uh, sea of forgiveness and don't venture back to. That's the hard thing we got. You know, just like with um, a dog retrieving a, um, a bone or, or a ball. You throw it, and you got so used to going back and retrieving it, retrieving it, and now you want him to not retrieve it, but that's that's what you got used to. So now we got to get into out of old bad habits, get out of old bad behaviors, and take on some new ones. I talked to a friend of mine. She lost her aunt, and she was they were really close. And she was wondering, how does she go on? Uh, her aunt's not here anymore. Um, she had posted pictures of them being with her aunt before she made her transition. And I had to, I had suggested to her, I said, um, you have many good memories of her? She said, yes. Yeah. I said, you was a witness of her being here, right? She said, yeah. I said, okay. Do you know any of her any of her hobbies or something for where it may be connected to a not-for-profit? Or you could start a not-for-profit in her name for where it's going out and uplifting and helping somebody else? She said, yeah, it's a couple of things. I said, okay, well, concentrate on those. I said, it's time. It's time for you to lose her so that her spirit can go to the next level. I said, she had deposited seeds of herself into you and your heart before she left here. Now, you take what she's giving you to help you uplift someone else and to help, and help you along the way. But if you sit back and you just grieve, it's gonna start. It's gonna start having you feel bad. It's gonna start have, have, have creating ailments that you that you're gonna honestly tell yourself you don't know where it's coming from. But if you uplift and you rejoice of her being here, and you utilize it in the right way, you're letting her. You're letting her presence live on, even for people who never met her. Now, but in the same in the same voice, you know that she was with Jesus. And when she said he was the cute he 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 was the way. To get to God? Okay. So you're telling of you're telling others that she was one of she was she she was a believer of that. And that she could tell on how beautiful of a life she had. Let it be through struggles or whatever. And how she still kept her composure. 
And out of that, that can uplift somebody else to believe and to be invited in. Instead of looking at the door and then just wondering. As we always say, God will open up, will close the door or open up a door too, but then we still got to be willing to walk through it. And if the door is open, we never walk through it. Okay, well, see, that's a lost opportunity that's on us. It was always there, but you got to know how to, you got to recognize and listen for what door to walk through. Now, there's many things that's going on out here right now for where you know better. It's just that you got a lot of voices that saying, well, it's the law now, so now you can do it. Well, that's man's law. And right now we're at a... Um, we're at a threshold where are you truly going to go with God's law or are you going to stick with man's law? Man's law is carnal. And as a matter of fact, man's law is worded for where if you don't have an in-depth understanding of how they word some of this stuff, you agree to a whole lot more than what you realize. And it's not a good thing. So, you know, you got it for, for God's word. You can look at it. It's the same way that it is on the surface, in the middle, all the way through. It's the same. It don't change. But for man's law, it may look like powdered sugar and gold on top, but then you start getting into some other ugly things that starts trying to weep and squirm and try to work its way through, and then you really see for what it really is. But see, first thing your mind going to go back to, but I thought, okay, but did you research? They asked uh, President Trump on his meeting to go meet with North Korea. A reporter had asked him, did you read, did you research? And Trump told him, no, I've been training for this all my life. Now, for an important meeting like that and for a person to sit up there and say something like that, now that's scary. But then when you hear somebody talk like that, you pray for them even more. Because he doesn't want to research he doesn't want to read. He wants to work. He 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 wants to uh, work 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 through his own thoughts, which is really thinking thinking. But we pray that the Holy Spirit can get into him to wake him up. But as we say, God comes, shows up right on time. So we also got to remember when we give over everything, we're making, we're telling him that we're letting him be total control over us. He made us. He knows what we're capable of, what we're not capable of. He knows how he want to maneuver us. But when you start getting and think about it, a malfunction 
is for when the device is trying to overrun the maker. So the only way that we're going to be able to function is to stay in line and be obedient to our maker. If we're not that, then we'll be a malfunction. We'll be a dysfunctional. We're being diseased. We're being tormented. We, see how it spirals down? But if we give it our all to God and God's in control of us, then we can elevate. So we got to look at what anchors we choose to hold on to, how much we want to keep back in our secret closet, how much we want to hold on to stuff that once it starts smelling and rotting, and we got so accustomed to the smell, we took out the smell, but the rottenness is still there. So it's just to the point of waking up and realizing and get rid of unnecessary baggage. Sherry, I know it's going to take some time. I don't know why you, why you and your brother didn't talk or where the animosity was, but it's going to take some time. But, you know, ask for forgiveness. Pray that your brother's at peace. And you said that he was a person that liked to do things to help our people. Concentrate on one of those. Okay. And pay it forward. Because if he was still here, he'll still be doing that. So basically, you're picking up that baton. Okay. And you're paying it forward, but you're paying it forward through the memory of him. Okay. But you can't talk to each other anymore. You can't do something that will go ahead and uplift his memories. Even though a person's not here anymore, we can still uplift each other's memories. Yes. So, Dr. Dre? Yes? That's where I'm at today. Well, amen, amen. I'm I'm, I'm happy to hear that, Sister Renee. And, and, um, you, you know, uh, just, just um, you know, th- those things that that you know you battle with, you know, financial or you know your your um, you know your abil- inability to maybe meet some bills, and that can cause some 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 in, in our minds a battle. But but we just read in Psalms one forty four. Verse one that he has given us all that we need to win battles that we may face, and so we're gonna face some battles, but we gotta believe that he has given us all that we need to win that particular battle. 
So so you know I, I'm not I'm when I see these these little these little wars come up in my life and and and, and you know I'm gonna ask you and Sherry and everyone else on on the line that when when we see these wars come up in our lives that that's a battle realize it's a battle but then realize that that battle is already won He has given us everything that we need to win mm-hmm. battles that we are faced with. So in the name of Jesus, I just want to uplift my sister, Renee. Father God, I just thank you for the revelation of your word in my sister's life. I thank you for the words of encouragement and uplift, I get, I thank you for endowing her with the spirit of compassion and love, that she may be able to hear the pain of another and then give words of encouragement, uplift. I thank you for endowing her with your Holy Spirit, Father God. I thank you for giving her the ability to see the movement of the enemy before the enemy moves. Mm. I thank you for allowing us to have a spiritual spy in our camp, Father God, who is able to go into the enemy's camp, see the plans of the enemy and thwart them even before it can accomplish. Thank you for providing this individual, Renee. Father God, provide for her. Be a provision for her. Be a tent for her, Father God. Be a fence for her. Be a protection for her. Provide a covering to her grandchild so no events of trauma may occur in her life. I send warned angels to protect her on each and every side. In the name of Jesus, Father God, I just thank you for her daughters. Give them a nurturing spirit, Father God, so that they may that they may that they may nurture lovingly their daughters, their their offspring. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Search her heart, Lord. Reveal to her. Strengthen her and encourage her. Make a way where there was no way. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. 
Amen, amen, amen. Anyone else? Anyone else on the line needing prayer before we end this wonderful Friday? You can pray for me, Andre. Is this uh, this Arisha? Nope, this is Pam. Hey, Pam. Hey, Pam. Hey, Pam. Hey, Pam. Pam, do you know that every medical illness that you might have is not ordained by God? I can believe that. That, 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 this is... In the name of Jesus, Father God, I present to you your daughter, Pam. I present to you your daughter. Father God, in the name of Jesus, send your spirit to search her heart. Father God, get to the root of this infirmity. Father God, give her the ability to speak to her self. Mm. To release herself from shame, guilt, anguish, hurt. Distrust. Release her from that, Father God. Release her from that so she may be whole, so she may be free. So, so you you can't hold on to this, Pam. I I don't know what it is, but but you can't hold on to this. You can no longer hold on to this and expect to be whole healed. So, whatever battlefield, and that battlefield is in that mind, that that soul, that part of us that 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 deals with our our emotions. Mm. Our will, our desires. Mm. You, you you can't you, you can't allow that, that that enemy to have any control over that battlefield. And that and that, and that, that is where we gotta Gotta figure out what what ungodly association did we make on that battlefield? Did we buy into self righteousness? Did we buy into this guilt? Did we buy into this unworthiness? 
did we buy into this unforgiveness? In the name of Jesus, I pray, Father God, that you remove the scales off this enemy that torments and attacks my sister. In the name of Jesus, I ask you, Father God, to send one angels to destroy the spirits that torment my sister. Father God, give her the ability to interpret and incorporate Psalms 144 that you have now given Pam everything she needs to win every battle that she may face. Father God, whether it's a battle of finances, Father God, whether it's a battle of medical issues, Father God, it is still a battle. Send your Holy Spirit to remind her you have already given her that victory. And give her the ability to walk in that ability. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Believing that it is already done. Amen. 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 This is your line, Father God. It's a line of deliverance. This is a call of deliverance. I come against the spirit of Leviathan. I come against the spirit of Orion. In the name of Jesus, I see Orion lying on the floor. Scales removed. I see Leviton with his oily body lying on the floor. Scales off, removed, ready for cornmeal to be fed to the children of darkness this day. Now, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Shall there be anyone else? Amen, amen, amen. Anyone else in the need of prayer before we wrap it up? This is the day that you have made, Father God. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. If there are no one else in need of prayer, we will say thank you, Lord, for (laughs) the revelation of your word. Father God, thank you for giving us victory. Thank you for your word 
word in Psalms 144, that you have given us all that we need to win every battle that we may face. I thank you. Amen. Thus, we'll end the prayer call for today. And we, God willing, will meet next week. Amen. 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 Peace. Everyone have a blessed day. Hello?
Hello. Hello.
Hello?
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.